Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today I'd like to give you a few quick ideas for how to keep up your Spanish over spring break. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginningspanish for a full list of episodes and to support the show financially. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice, and please recommend uh, the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at Todd K. Mack or emailing me at tmac at hillsdale.edu. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long. Okay, so uh, spring break is upon us. It's Friday, the Friday before spring break. A lot of students I know are already gone. Uh, I will not be recording at all this coming week. Uh, and my audio today is not going to be great because I'm at home and uh, I don't have my good mic with me, but I wanted to get this episode out. Um, so the question for today is how can you keep your Spanish up over spring break because uh, you don't want to lose your Spanish ever, but especially not uh, the week before you have an exam and my students have an exam on Tuesday. So uh, a couple, I have a couple of thoughts on this. First thought is you could always review your notes or your homework. Uh, you know, wherever you are. And hopefully you've taken good notes and you're just taking, you know, this doesn't have to take a long time. If you take just a few minutes each day and look over your notes and make sure that you're aware of uh, what things you feel comfortable with and which things you don't feel comfortable with, uh, then I think that can really help you. Uh, another thing would be <clears throat> you can always listen back to uh, episodes of this podcast that deal with uh, areas that you're still not com quite comfortable with. So you could listen to the Port and Pata episode or you could listen to the K loke kien episode, uh, or the subjunctive. Any any time we've talked about the subjunctive or the preterite and imperfect, these would be good things to go back and um, you know if you're just sitting on the beach, you could always listen to uh, five or ten minutes of this. Um, so those are ways, really specific ways, to kind of make sure that you're ready for the exam when when it comes around. Uh, a couple of other thoughts that I had is you can always read or watch something in Spanish. Um, I know a lot of my students are going to be in Florida or California. There are plenty of opportunities to uh, to find stuff to read uh, in Spanish. And that can be really, really, really helpful, um, especially over the long term. I have to, If we were talking about the summer break, for example, I would say definitely you should have a book in Spanish that you read. And just read a few minutes each day, and it really, really helps. Um, uh, it helps you to see with your eyes the way that native uh, speakers construct their sentences. Um, it helps you uh, with your reading comprehension. It also helps, I think, with your listening comprehension uh, to be able to see words and to practice figuring out what stuff means just using your eyes before you have to do it with your ears, which is um, often much harder. And then my final piece of advice, and I really want uh, to get some feedback on this when, when everybody gets back from spring break, but find someone to speak with. <laughs> Spanish exists uh, to be spoken. Um, there is great written Spanish, and, uh, and it's important to be able to read and to write in Spanish. Uh, but it's so important to be able to speak. And especially if you're going to be outside of Michigan, where it's really hard, where we live, to find any native speakers. Uh, it can be just so beneficial to you uh, to take the time uh, at a restaurant or in the store or at the beach and try to have a conversation with somebody. It can be really short and your Spanish won't be perfect, but man, it just does wonders for your uh, confidence 
And I love to hear stories of students who say, you know what, I was in this place and there was this person and I said, I'm doing this. And you just go speak Spanish. Anybody in, in a Spanish 102 class, which is what I'm teaching right now, has uh, enough Spanish to be able to have a conversation with somebody. Uh, and you won't be dealing with the deepest uh, feelings of your heart. Uh, you won't have to talk about a ton of medical terms or uh, car terms or you know, really specific things. These are general things when you meet somebody that you could talk about family and where you're from and what you like to do. And uh, these are all things that you can totally do. So I'm hoping that some of you will have the courage to actually use your Spanish to talk to native Spanish speakers. And, and then I'd love to hear about it.